Hi everyone, this is Christina. We had a different episode already recorded, but after the events of May 24th, 2022, I didn't have it in me to edit it at all. Um, So that'll be next Friday's episode. But for this episode, I... I wanted to dedicate this to those that were murdered in a violent and needless act on that day. And I will also be sharing GoFundMes for all the affected families in the show notes. And Patreon funds for this month will go will go to help in these GoFundMes. I'm not going to be sharing any details of what occurred on the day because I just want to I just want us to remember everyone who was killed the teachers and the children but if you look at the news and what's being reported it just it looks worse and worse Irma Garcia was a 4th grade teacher who died protecting her students. And she was co-teaching with Eva Mireles, who was in the same classroom. Irma Garcia had been teaching for 23 years. Sadly, her husband has also passed away due to a fatal heart attack. I will be sharing the GoFundMe to help and support the Garcia family in these very difficult times. Irma Garcia... And her husband, Joe, had known each other since 8th grade. They leave behind four children. Irma Garcia was sweet, kind, loving, fun, with the greatest personality. It was her fifth year of teaching with Eva Mireles. Eva Mireles had been teaching for 17 years. Eva Mireles' daughter, Adeline, shared on Twitter, Mom, you're a hero. I keep telling myself that this isn't real. I just want to hear your voice. I want to thank you, Mom, for being such an inspiration to me. I will forever be so proud to be your daughter. My sweet mommy, I will see you again. Her cousin Amber Ibarra told CNN that she was loving and caring to all her students. She was a vivacious soul that spread laughter and joy wherever she went. Alicia Ramirez was 10 years old. Her grandmother says she was a very talented little girl that loved to draw. Usia Garcia was also 10. His grandfather says he was the sweetest little boy that he's ever known. McKenna Lee Elrod was 10. She loved to play softball. She loved to dance, sing. She made friends wherever she went, and her smile would light up a room. Jayla Nicole Silguero, who was 11, and Jace Carmelo Luevanos, who was 10, were cousins They were loving baby angels who always had smiles on their faces. They were full of life. Rogelio Torres was 10. He was very smart and he was very loving. Anabel Rodriguez was 10. And Jacqueline Jalen Casares was also 10. They too were cousins. Jacqueline's father, Jacinto, says she had the biggest heart. She was full of life and she touched so many people. Eliana, Elijah, Cruz Torres, was 10 years old. A Marie Joe Garza had just turned 10 on May 10th. She died trying to contact police. She was the sweetest girl who did nothing wrong. 
and she loved her three-year-old baby brother. Xavier James Lopez was 10. He was the life of the party, and he loved to dance and play baseball. His grandmother, Amelia Sandoval, said you send your kids to school thinking they are coming home, and then they're not. Nevea Alyssa Bravo brought smiles to everyone's faces, according to her cousin. Eliana Eli Garcia was nine. She loved the movie Encanto. She loved cheerleading and basketball. She had dreams of becoming a teacher. Alexandria Lexi Rubio was 10. She had just made the All-A Honor Roll and she had just received a Good Citizen Award. Her parents told her they loved her and they would pick her up after school. She loved softball and basketball. Tess Marie Mata was 10. She was saving up for a family trip to Disney World. She loved TikTok dances, Ariana Grande, and the Houston Astros. Jose Flores Jr. was 10 years old. He was always full of energy, and he was ready to play till the night. He always helped around the house, especially when it came to his baby brother. He loved babies, and he was always so nice. Before I go, I just, I want to, I want to tell everyone to take care of yourselves. There's almost zero time to even grieve or process these things. You know, Buffalo just happened. The Taiwanese church in California just happened. And now this. And my my respects to teachers out there. As a parent, it's it's scary to raise kids today. But teachers, you are asked more than you can give. You were put at the front lines of COVID and... And now here we have teachers, you know, losing their lives protecting kids when law enforcement themselves can't do it. And that that shouldn't be expected of you. And and thank you, teachers who go out there every day making it happen. Those are the names that I could find. And I hope that no one forgets them. And I hope that you join me in helping with the GoFundMes for these families. I also want to leave you with a poem written by Langston Hughes in 1938 that sadly is still very applicable and timeless. Kids Who Die This is for the kids who die, black and white. For kids will die certainly. The old and rich will live on a while as always, eating blood and gold, letting kids die. Kids will die in the swamps of Mississippi, organizing sharecroppers, Kids will die in the streets of Chicago, organizing workers. Kids will die in the orange groves of California, telling others to get together. Whites and Filipinos, Negroes and Mexicans, all kinds of kids will die, who don't believe in lies and bribes and contentment, and a lousy peace. Of course, the wise and the learned who pen editorials in the papers, and the gentlemen with doctor in front of their names, white and black, who make surveys and write books, will live on, weaving words to smother the kids who die. And the sleazy courts and the bribe-reaching police, and the blood-loving generals, and the money-loving preachers will all raise their hands against the kids who die, beating them with laws and clubs and bayonets and bullets to frighten the people. For the kids who die are like iron in the blood of the people, and the old and the rich don't want the people to taste the iron of the kids who die. Don't want the people to get wise to their own power, to believe in Angelo Herndon, or even get together. Listen, kids who die. Maybe now there will be no monument for you, except in our hearts. 
Maybe your bodies will be lost in a swamp, or a prison grave, or the potter's field, or the rivers where you're drowned like Liebknecht. But the day will come, you are sure yourselves that is coming, when the marching feet of the masses will raise for you a living monument of love and joy and laughter and black hands and white hands clasped as one, and a song that reaches the sky, the song of the life triumphant, through the kids who die.